0: Good morning, we are learning the sikha from Chelek Yud Ches, Parshas Pinchas, and its connection to Yud Yud Gimel Tamos. We're learning in the schos of Refush Lema for Harav Yosef Yitzchak Ben Sima Chasya. It is most often a difficult choice as to which sikha to do from the two uh, that the project puts forth for every week, and it was difficult again this week, and I hope that um, I chose correctly um, in conformity with what most of you would want to do, chose to do the one that further deepens our understanding of Yud-Beis-Yud-Gimel-Tamos. And I figured it's, it's a set because two weeks ago we did Gimel-Tamos as opposed to yud beis gimel Last week we deepened our understanding of Yud-Beis-Yud-Gimel-Tamos and this week again um, deepening and broadening our understanding of the Chag HaGeula of the Rebbe and everything that he stood for. So again, from Chag HaGeula, Yud Parshas Pinchas, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel Tamos was yesterday. Aleph, Siif Aleph. Yimei HaGeula, Yud Yud Gimel D'Shnas tufresh Pei Zayin. The Days of Redemption well, the was freed from prison and from his, the terrible uh communication of his to, to death, God forbid, on Gimel Tamos of the year 1927. So the days that the Rebbe left prison occurred on Tuesday and Wednesday. Of Parshas Pinchas in the year nineteen twenty seven, the kach gam b'tegel and the same thing because of course Yudbeis Tamas is also the birthday of the Rebbe. and um, that was Yudbeis Tamas Tavreish Mem Yudbeis Tamas eighteen eighty. Omar Choyk Marikhami Chami my father in law the Rebbe said, Ashabizman shakorim b'terias Parshas Pinchas nayladati that I was born when Parshas Pinchas is read." The had imi and most of the events that happened with me and surrounding my life, are alluded to, either in shrouded fashion, in concealed fashion, or in revealed fashion in parshas pinchas. So, is said about himself that he is connected to Parshas Pinchas and that what goes on in Parshas Pinchas really his entire life is alluded to in this Behind who this means this means that his redemption and all of his spiritual service and everything about his life generally speaking yesh haduk emilyane Pinchas have a very strong connection with Pinchas. Asher al shmoi nikraysa parsha, and of course, our parsha is called Pinchas. and this is also hinted at. This is also alluded to in the fact, Asher shmoi hashenish abala Gaula Yitzhak, that the second name of the Bal HaGeula, which is Yitzchak, who begematria Pinchas k'deisa b'zeher. The Zayar explains that Yitzchak has the same gematria as Pinchas. And the fact that these two names have the same gematria, this is a proof of an innermost connection and a similarity between Pinchas and Yitzchak. And this is especially so because this is not a gematria that somebody figured out later, but this is a gematria that's brought down in Tyre, specifically in the Zahar. And in like fashion, we see the connection between Pinchas and the first name of the Balagula, Yosef. Shahare Pinchas. Because we know that Pinchas came from the seed of Yosef. He's a descendant of Yosef. How so? Because the Pesach tells us that that Elazar, the son of Aaron, he took a daughter from the family of Putiel. And Putiel is a reference to the house of Yosef. Mizera Yosef, shepit pet bi Yitzray. Putiel is etymologically linked with the word pitpeit, which means that Yosef struggled and overcame his yetsahara. This is talking about the wife of Petifar. And the Lazar bin Aaron, look at Putiel, Isha Pinchas. So a lazar took a daughter of Potiel to be his wife, and uh and she gave birth to Pinchas. So we know that Pinchas comes from the seed of Yosef. And because we see that the second name has a very clear and revealed connection to Pinchas, Pinchas Begematria Yitzchak, they have the same numerical value. But the connection between the first name Yasef and Pinchas is more concealed, it's more shrouded because it's not clearly alluded to in the name Pinchas we have to say we have to infer from this that the main work of the Baal HaGeula is connected to the energy of Yitzchak and, and how it's correlated with Pinchas. Masha Enke, in a contradistinction, Hanukhudak Shor Lit Shem Yosef, the point of the Friedrich Rebbe's life and his work that's connected to the name Yosef, Hibahelim is, is, Yosef, is more concealed. Okay, that's if Aleph, that there is a very strong connection between the and Parshas Pinchas, not only that he was born in that Parsha, not only that he was redeemed, many, 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 some years it comes out in, in Parshas Pinchas as well, but in the year that he was redeemed, it was Parshas Pinchas in 1927, but not only that, but there's a correlation between his name and the name, his names and the name Pinchas, Yitzchak is the gematria of Pinchas, same gematria. And Yosef, the connection is that Pinchas was from the seed of Yosef HaTzadik, Base, what is the very, very logical connection between Pinchas and Yosef Yitzchak and the Friedke Rebbe and the Balagula? What's the very, very revealed connection? Shneikudos, Maisa Pinchas. He, because what is Pinchas most known for? Like, if you had to say what's what's his main characteristic, it's that he was zealous. Like the Torah says, he zealously extracted my vengeance. And where do we find what Pinchas did in Halacha? we find that it says that somebody who has intercourse with a non-Jewish woman, those who are zealous strike this person. Now, the thing about this is that it's It's brought down in the Gemara, but it's not a halacha that is mentioned in the Shulchan Adam as an obligation that is placed upon every person because actually it says that when you have a zealous person, and he wants to do a zealous action, you don't instruct him to do it. So what Pinchas did was something that you would not instruct most people to do. Yes, Sarah Kane, and even more so. It's not only that you don't instruct a person to do this. It's not even in the category of what you would instruct even a zealous person to do. But rather, it's something for which there is an allowance. In other words, there's a difference between something that you're instructed to do, and then there's things that you're not permitted to do. And then there's something for which there is an allowance. So not only is this not something that you would instruct anybody to do, even a zealous person, but it's 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 there's an allowance. Val and in like fashion, he It was the same thing with the with how the Friedrich Rebbe comported himself. B'kanoi eskinosi. That he zealously extracted the vengeance for our kaddish baruch hu, nafshay al hazal hachzokas ha'terah vechizuk hayados b'medina He had tremendous self-sacrifice to strengthen the terah and strengthen Yiddishkeit in that country, asher hevi le'masari, and this brought to his being incarcerated, and this was in a way ha'isa eifin kazeshul m'siras nefesh she'ain kol chiuv al pidin. There was nothing in Jewish law that would obligate the faith to take these actions. <speaks in French> you would not instruct anyone to do this. <speaking in French> it's something for which there's an allowance, but it's not something you would ever instruct anybody to do. <speaking in French> and the Rebbe says, like we find in Halakha, <speaking in French> that when you have a situation, of Mesir's Nefesh, that is not for the three mitzvahs for which you have to kill yourself rather than trespass, which would be idol worship, murder, and adultery. If it's not for those three things, but it's on another thing that a Jew is prohibited to do, or it's something that a Jew is instructed to do. It's not. It's not an obligation. It's not a commandment. There's allowance to do so, and I want to explain that um, if if uh, non-Jews are asking Jews to do something publicly, and it's a time of religious persecution, then there is an obligation. We're talking about a time where it's in private, where where a Jew would be asked to do something that contravenes halacha, they don't have an obligation to go on Messias Nevesh, but harishus but there's allowance for it. Like there was for the Friedrich Rebbe's work in Russia that was certainly tremendous risk-taking and, and could and should have led to his death. Gimel. Elo shayesh But in drawing this parallel between Pinchas and Feetik we could ask, <laughs> drawing this parallel between the Rebbe and Pinchas, it would seem really belongs to the end of Parshas Balak. <laughs> Rebbe says that it would seem that drawing this parallel between the Fitik Rebbe and Pinchas really belongs in Parshas Balak, which, by the way, most years, Yudbeis Gimel Tamas comes out in Parshas Boloch. Umahi Pinchas the Parshas Pinchas. So what's the connection between the Fitik Rebbe, between Yud Gimel Tamas, and what is spoken of in Parshas Pinchas? The yuvan and will understand this. by prefacing first explaining and talking about what is explained in the Gemara in the Urshami, that what Pinchasda did was against the wishes of the Chachamim, and actually Ubikshu Lindaisai, and they wanted to put him into a Chiram, they wanted to put him in Nidui. They wanted to excommunicate him for what he did. If not for the godly spirit that, that jumped forth, that came upon him, and said, and like the Pasuk says in yesterday's Chitas, that he and his children until the end of time will be considered part of the priesthood, if not for that, they would have excommunicated Pinchas. But Hashem ratified the fact that what he did was correct by gifting him and his children after him the kahuna. And in case you're wondering, because it says Pinchas was a son of Elazar, so why didn't he have kahuna for him and his children until the end of time? So Rashi explains that only Aaron and his sons who were initiated into the kahuna that first generation would have priesthood that would that would run through their patrilineal line until the end of time but since Pinchas was not inaugurated as a in that first strata so he and his children would not have automatically had this but because of what he did this came as a reward when the Chachamim saw this they did not excommunicate him So from this, we could understand the greatness of what he did. He knew that what he was doing would contravene what the Chachamim wanted. He knew that there was no place according to strict Torah law for his his behavior. So that means So his avenging the honor of Hashem was actually a profound Messias Nefesh. The Lairach Messias Nefesh beguf Elagam Messias Nefesh Mitzat HaDeshama It wasn't just that he endangered his life, but he endangered his spirituality. (laughs) Because he knew that this was against their will, and it was so much against their will that they sought to excommunicate him until the Ebersher kind of stopped it. Um, I I, I can't pass up um, footnote 26. So usually we don't do this, especially in a sikha that's not very short, but um, I think you'll enjoy this. So footnote 26, the Rebbe says, I want to mention, I want to mention that there are many stories of the Baal and his students and the students of the Magid, Harava Magid, that they had so much Messias Nefesh that they were willing to give up their Ilam Haba for another Jew. But now look at this. And there's a well-known story, I didn't know it, of the Alte Rebbe. Um, that there was a booklet of his Hasidus that got burnt. And on this booklet, Haya Kasav Olav, Yad Kachay, Admar Zakin, Becherim Bezer Ubaba. The Alta Rebbe wrote on it, and anybody who's going to read this booklet of Hasidus is, is going to be in a chair. And after the booklet was burned, Bikesh Rabbeinu Hazakin and Mishu Ayinboy. Alta Rebbe asked, Did anybody learn this safer? So that so the, Mitlach said to his father, wait, you wrote that whoever is going to learn this is going to be in a cherem. And it means also they're going to lose the Haba. Where is the Mr. Nefesh al Chasidus? So you lose your Olam Haba, so you lose your Olam Hazen. But where's the Messias Nefesh to learn it's a, it's a Meridika story. So, <coughs> to go back in, in, into the theme of the Sicham. So Pinchas knew very well that what he was doing would endanger his spiritual stature. And nevertheless, Kishara, Sha'ira, Maymud, the, the the Torah tells us where B'nai Yisrael were, in a place called Shittim, but Rashi tells us right away that Shittim is etymologically linked to the word shdus. That For B'nai Yisrael to do what they did, and in general for a Jew to sin, there has to be this, this, this spirit of folly, of of stupidity, of idiocy that enters us and makes us sin. So when Pincha saw what the situation was already, and then he saw that there was a plague that was sweeping through the Jewish people. What does his 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 um his his self sacrifice of his body and his soul together? What do both even count if he has the ability? To stave off Hashem's wrath from upon Bnei Yisrael, Dalit, Ish Yisrael. This kind of behavior, to avenge Hashem's vengeance, in a way that requires such a level of Misiras Nefesh, this comes from the essence of the neshama of a Jew. <coughs> Asher hi b'shoshu l'mayla meh terah. And the Heber taught us this last week, that that the etzav ha-neshama the neshama v'yid, its source, its shosh, is higher than the source of terah. Um emelan, therefore, hare hi gam l'mayla meh ha-medina v'hakbala It's higher than any parameters and any limitations and any rubrics than any laws of the terah, as it were. Velachim, gam haschar al-zehoya, and therefore his his reward pinchas's reward came in a way that also transcended the norms and 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 what was supposed to be Alpitara like we already said that alpitera his children should not have inherited priesthood because he wasn't in that first cohort of kohanim for whom it would be something that was lailam. But Pinchas got this as a reward. And this is an Indian that transcends the parameters of Torah. And we know that Al Pitzayah, comes in the patrilineal line, and it's inherited from father to son, but again, before Pinchas became a kohen, he did not have this. Only because he he was zealous for for Hashem, because his type of Kanoos was with Nasiris nefesh. It was it was elikov. It was. Higher than all the promises of Torah. Therefore, the Eveshter rewarded him with kahuna for him and for his children until all time. Although, according to the rules of Torah, there would not have been place for this. Al-Pizem, move on. Through this we understand so now we're answering the question the Rebbe asked what's the connection between Gimel Tamas between the Baal HaGola and Pinchas it would seem that the connection would be in Balak because that's, it's at the end of Parshas Balak that we see the Messias Nefesh that Pinchas did which correlates with the, with, with the Messias Nefesh of the Fritika Rebbe but the Rebbe says no it's Pinchas, where we find the words of Hashem where we find these iconic words that it will be for him and his children afterwards, the covenant of priesthood forever. And this is because he was he was zealous on behalf of Hashem and because of him, all the Jews were atoned for. It's only in this parsha that is revealed the level of kanos of of um of zealousness that Pinchas had. It was a zealousness that that included Messiras Nefesh that came from Messi's Nefesh, both bodily and, and in soul. Pinchas did not reckon with the fact that it went against what the Chachamim wanted, so much so that they would have put him in Nidroi, they would have excommunicated it. But Pinchas did it because he knew that it conformed with the Celestial Will, with what Hashem wanted. Which is higher than the Torah. Now, don't try this at home. Obviously, Pinchas was able to do this, but, you know, it's not... Even the Chachamim were upset with him. Hey. And in similar fashion, we find concerning the Fritik Rebbe, who was incarcerated and then freed. Not only did, did, was he meiser nefesh himself bodily for spreading terror and strengthening Judaism behind the iron curtain? And like we said, like the Rebbe said earlier. He, he had Messier Snefesh, and the Rebbe spoke about this in last week's Sicha on things that you would not be instructed to have Messier Nefesh for them. And last week, the Rebbe explained that in the main, um, the authorities actually arrested him for what he was doing with small children, and they're not bar chiyuva, they don't have a chiyuva liminataya. But it wasn't only that he was my son nefesh physically for things that nobody would have instructed him to do as it were. But what he did did not align with the with the opinion of a number of, of great terror leaders of that time. They didn't understand. And therefore, they did not uh, agree to his to his behavior. And they comported themselves differently. And and like like we said about Pinchas, that the Chachamim were not were were not aligned with what he did. And And then the Rebbe says that it's Mesir's nefesh of of every sort, and it also includes other Jews. So remember last week, the Rebbe taught that the Bittig Rebbe had Mesir's nefesh of different kinds in different places, at different times, and that the great nefesh was involving other chassidim. But there's another point that the Rebbe mentioned last week, and the Rebbe is underscoring here. What he was doing for young children with the chadarim endangered everything else. His, his It was a vast labyrinth of mistakes, of, of, of institutions. There were so many things that Rebbe was doing like said above, and like said last week, the main kisera came because of what the was doing for children. And so logically, it didn't make sense because he was endangering everything he was doing for adults. meaning, that along with the Messias Nefesh of his physical life, He also endangered his soul. And he also endangered all of his work. And why did he do this? What's the reason? Because the situation in Russia then touched the essence of, of the existence of the Jews and of Yiddishkeit. The Fete was dealing with a situation where the flame of Yiddishkeit was, was flickering. It could have been extinguished, God forbid. Therefore, therefore, he did not engage in any logical calculations. He was dealing with 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 just keeping alive, keeping a flame, a, a, a flickering flame alive. and so it is with what we're speaking about now. just like what happened with Pinchas. after some time passes, you know how they say this twenty twenty vision in hindsight. So a lot of people are able to see things in hindsight, but only certain people, maybe sometimes only one person is able to see Bashas Maisa, what's going on at the time. So after some time elapsed, after the Fitagaba was, was freed from, from prison, everyone was able to see in revealed fashion, that He avenged what he did was for Hashem. And because of this, he was able to bring kapara on all of Israel. That this was the proper and the necessary spiritual service for this situation. And in this world too, Everybody later kind of retroactively agreed that this was necessary and it should have been done. Ella, in in brackets, until the end of the si'if, the rabbi is going to distinguish between Pinchas and the Fetegareb. Ella Hiliku, but the difference is she'inin kanoyin boy, Pinchas, nishar ve'in that what Pinchas did remained in the category of something you don't instruct anybody to do. But when it comes to the work of the The very fact that the was freed was an actual instruction a clear instruction from heaven that this is the proper avoida. And Hasidim remained in behind the Iron Curtain, endangering their lives and endangering the lives of their families for decades afterwards. Because the Rabbi says this was a sign that this was the right thing to do. The Fitikappa himself instructed his chassim to do these things and told others to instruct others to do this. And it was specifically this Avaida al Nefesh that was higher than any logical calculation. This kept the cold, the embers of Judaism alive in that country. Etzlam for that generation, the etzel zarei achra of Brisk Eilam, and for the children that came after, like a, like a, in an endless chain. But Al pizet tuvan gam shayches Pinchas leYitzchak. And through this, we can now better understand the connection between the names Pinchas and Yitzchak, like said above, that Pinchas is a Gematria of Yitzchak. We can further deepen the connection between Yitzchak and Pinchas when we understand that Messieres Nefesh is connected to, and in fact, Comes from is drawn from Akedas Yitzchak, and Akedas Yitzchak is about Yitzchak in his completion. nefesh de rak Yitzchak's mesiras nefesh that he showed in ha- Har Har right? He was an adult. He was 37 years old, not like in these stupid uh, cartoons that they show kids in Hebrew school. Yitzchak is a little child. No, he was adult and he could have easily overpowered his father. He could have easily not gone along. Twice Rashi tells us they went, that Yitzchak agreed to this. So his agreement to be brought as a korban was not just on the physical level that he would be killed. It would be the end of his life. But there was a much deeper and higher type of mesir's nefesh. It was a spiritual mesir's nefesh. Not only was his... Being brought up as a korban, opposite of what Hashem had promised that from Yitzchak will come your seed. But much more than this was the fact that by Yitzchak being brought up as a carbon, it would completely uproot everything that Avram Havinu lived for that he had planted. It would, it would just in one fell swoop eradicate everything that Ramavinu had taught, including that you shouldn't sacrifice children as sacrifices, which was common in those days. It was to the, to the, to the deity. And also, there wouldn't be somebody to carry on after him. It would completely uproot. Their work was to to publicize, to promulgate the name of Hashem in the world. And in general, that the Jewish people should have continuity. And despite all of this, not only did Yitzchak go to fulfill the commandment that Hashem gave to Avraham, not to him, but he went without asking questions, he went with a complete heart. Zion. Still, there is a difference between the Avoid of Pinchas and the Avoid of the Balagaula. And this is alluded to in the fact that the Feetik names are Yosef Yitzchak, not just Yitzchak. Again, Yitzchak has a gematria of Pinchas. So the, 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 the connection is very, very clear. But the Feetik name is not Yitzchak alone. It's Yosef Yitzchak, and Yosef comes before Yitzchak. The Yuvon, and will understand the difference between Pinchas and the Feetik Rebbe, so in order to understand this, we first have to understand what's written in Kabbalah and Hasidus about the difference between the names Yosef and Yitzchak. Um, so just very quickly, I'll explain that there are numerous ways in which you could spell out the letters of the shame Havaya vav Vavkei. And depending on how you spell them out, you get different numerical values. And each one of those numerical values has a different energy, has a different instruction. So the shame ban, which is 52, is when you spell out yud, yud, vav, dalit. So each yud the the yud is 20. And then you spell hey with two hays, hey, hey, that's 10. So so far we have 40. And you spell the vav with two vavs, and that's 12. So you have 52. So Yosef is gematria gimel pa'amim shein ban. So Yosef is three times 52, the gematria. But Yitzchak is dalit pa'amim shein ban. Yitzchak is four times 52. we We'll be And if you don't want to get so Kabbalistic, the rabbi said, I'll put in simple words. You can understand the difference. So we're not going to in the, in the Kabbalistic, the Gimel times ban, or the dalit times ban, but simply speaking, the Gemara explains the difference between Gimel and Dalet. Gimel alludes to doing kindness for another. The hadalit ledal, and the dalit is, uh, alludes to a dal to a poor person. So gimel is the one that is doing kindness to the one who is needy, the one who is poor. Vahazbara b'zeh. An explanation is teichen hachiluk bein nesinas hatsdaka goyimel gimel or bein kabalas be o bein kabalasa bepayel. The difference between the one who's giving Sadaka, the Gimel, and the Dalid, the one who, practically speaking, accepts the money, <speaking in Hebrew> because the one who's giving can only really prepare. In other words, they can say, "I want to give." They can get the money out of the safe. They could write the check. They could they could put it in their hand. But it's only when the ani, when the dal, when the dalit accepts it, practically speaking, that the action is <clears throat> completed. So gimel bespeaks the modality of preparation, and dalit bespeaks execution. It happened that you practically and and actually vivified the soul of the poor person who, who so needed your help. And we understand this in every overture, in every transaction. That gimel alludes to The preparation that is necessary for an overture. It's all about what's happening in the producer, as it were. And Dalit is all about what's happening to the participant. It's all about the receiver. It's the practical outcome of the hashbah. And the same process actually plays itself out in our inner landscape. Gimel is about the preparations we make in our own minds and in our own emotive landscape. And generally speaking, and generally speaking, this bespeaks our intellect and our emotions and the preparations we made. And the conclusion and the practical outcome of all of this near Mazais is hinted at in in the idea of the dalit. So preparation versus you could say execution or application. and here the the rebbe deepens this. So now we can understand the gimel and the dalit. Their, their connection to each other and how one comes after the other. They're they're always placed next to each other. Because every hamshacha, every effulence, every flow, everything that you want to bring from one place to another, is comprised of three modalities, three aspects. There's always a triad. It could be understood in different ways. You could talk about how there's chachma that comes down to Chesed and then Netzach, or Bina that comes down to Gvura to Hayyit, or various different ways. But there's always three aspects. There's always a triad. Ugmar hadavar baba But the end of this process of Preparing to pull something down, when it actually is um, applied, when it comes to fruition, he had bechina habol laachar hamshacha This is about dalit. This is about the energy of four. And 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 we could see this also in the worlds above. Gimol haelamayz atzilas bria yitzira hadali to you have three worlds. you have At. but where does where, where are things concretized? Where does it actually come to fruition? Where's the application? That's in the fourth in the Dalit in the Ilam hasiah the And so Gimel also correlates with the, with the modality of yesite. HaMashpia, because Yusaid HaKolel Betoichai is called Gimel HaKaven, because Yusaid includes in it all the, the triads that come before it. V'ha-dalid, and Dalit correlates al far HaMalchus, HaRegel Haraviz B'Merkava. Malchus is the fourth wheel in the Merkava, Shalom the, the the celestial chariot, That brings things down, practically speaking, into the lower worlds. And now we bring it back to what is alluded to in the two names of the Friedricha B'Yasef and Yitzchak. And together they comprise one name. And specifically in this order, Yosef, first the Gimel, and only then the Dalit. Because both of these in Yanim are actually part of one continuum. Yosef, who Yasef is correlated with Yisoyed, which is, like the Rebbe just explained to us, mashpiyah. Hamoyr al ha shel shal It speaks to the preparations that must be made in order for there to be output, as it were. V'ham-shah until it comes to practical application, gimol, gimoyl. That's the Indian of ha The V'yitzrak meramez al-kabal and Yitzchak bespeaks the acceptance of the Hashpah, the Dalit, the Dalim. And in our inner landscape, dalid Yitzchak speaks to the Practicum. And generally speaking, in the aveda that we do in each one of us, the gimel, kolul the Gimel, nishma. So, in our Avoida and in our inner landscape, all the preparation, the gimel, until we come to the practicum, can generally be understood as the nishma factor understanding things, ruminating on them, analyzing it, thinking about it. Vilo and the practical application, Dalit. The Indian Denasa is when we do it. Tess. Al pihanal. So based on what we've explained thus far. So now the Rebbe is going back to what he said earlier. He said that as much as we're going to draw correlation and parallel but there is a difference between the Aveda, the Feetik Rebbe, and the Avedet of Pinchas. And in order to understand it, we first have to, underst- we have to understand the whole union of the differences between the names Yosef and Yitzchak. And now we circle back. The, Fe- the Rebbe is going to explain the difference between their Aveda. Pinchas was not the leader of his generation. And it wasn't his. To, to put upon others that they should do Messias Nefesh. Elah Shekiem es He was simply the messenger and practically he was the one who did the deed. inyan hanase. And a shliach, more than anything else, has to fulfill the job. They have to do the NASA part. Pinchas bigematria Yitzchak bechinas Dalid Dalid B'hamim Shemban v'loy kol ha'chana So Pinchas has the same gematria as Yitzchak, and Yitzchak is Dalid times Shemban, and it's all about doing it practically, and it's not so much about the ha'chana, it's not so much about the inyan of nishma. Sometimes the nishma part, when we analyze and we think and we ruminate and we postulate and we contemplate, that could actually create a bilbo. It could create confusion in us doing what we have to do completely. Basically, the shlich doesn't get paid to think. Just like Nike says, just do it, okay. And because we have this rule that the end of every action is found in the thought that precedes it, meaning that the end of every action is in wedged in the beginning. And the beginning is actually higher, and it transcends machshava. It transcends thought. It even transcends what comes before thought. That's why Pinchas, with his Messi's Nefesh, that was higher as the Rebbe explained to us earlier, than even the rubrics of the Torah. That's why he was able to accomplish something so great that the Torah says about him, and, that he actually avenged Hashem's vengeance. meaning he actually avenged Hashem's vengeance. He was able to reach a level that's higher than and transcends even the machshava chila even the Torah that came, because there's something higher even than that. The Pinchas Minasi Pinchas did have a preparation in the in the realm of Nishma of learning of hearing. And he got it from the Nasi Hadari, got it from Mesha Kim Mikublani Mimcha. He said to Mesha, I got this from you. The Rabbi says in a footnote, it's haulakala that when you see that Aramis, that 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 a that a Jewish man is is being intimate with a non-Jewish woman, you have to strike them. So Pinchas hinted to Meisha, I learned it from you. But although he had a cognitive, intellectual basis, but when he did the deed, all of this was obscured. And what was revealed and what was underscored was just the fulfillment of what has to be done. And and um, in the famous words, which which we learned in Rashi, it comes from the Gemara, the one who reads the letter, meaning the one who says, this is the law, he should be the one who should fulfill the edict. The one who reads the edict should fulfill the edict. So Pentecost knew what the law was, so he should do it hadar So this is the behavior of a shliach. But when it comes to the nasi and the nasi, the famous words of Rashi and nasi hu the There has to be an nasi, and there is both aspects: the yesef and the yitzchak, the preparation. And the application and the execution. You have to have both the fulfillment, the execution, and you have to have all the intellectual rumination. And therefore, this is underscored in the two names together, the Fete Gerebe. Yosef is about hachana. Yosef is about mashpia. Yosef is about preparation and bringing down. It's about nishma. It's about the intellectual work that goes into the back end of what has to happen before we do something. That's Yosef. The heim kabbalah's hashpa. And then there's also accepting this hashpah. There's bringing it to fruition. Bringing it into action. Which is the idea of Yitzchak, which is the idea of Pinchas. And we saw both of these things clearly by the Fetegrabe. Messir's Nefesh al-Hafatas hatayr, yados, beker kol, hasugim bi, Tanim ktanim, kikdolim, banias, mikvois, shlichas, rabanim, shachetim, mailim, bechulevim, kaimesh, ahiyat, zayach, bekach. We saw by the Feetik Rebbe the whole idea of nase He spread Tayr and Yahados amongst all types of Jews. Young ones, older people. He built Mikvot, he sent Rabbanim, he sent Shachtim, he sent Mayalim. He sent them to places where it was necessary. He established chadarim for very young children. He sent melamdim for older children. That's all the nasa. And on the other hand, we also see in the Fritik Rebbe's work, the whole idea of the intellectual enterprise. Learning and revealing the deepest parts of nigla and uba Pneemius Atera and the deepest parts of Pneemius Atera of Hasidus add Rosin to Rosin. Yud. And through this, we have now deepened and broadened. The explanation of the connection between the Bala Geula Yosef Yitzchak and the name Pinchas, the Hayra Echad and we also get a Hayra, a clear instruction in our work. Each one of us, the Fritik Rebbe demanded of his shluchim, and he continues to demand of us now it's an expression from Gemara grab what you can eat, grab what you can drink meaning in a way that transcends calculation, just do it first of all there has to be Misa, first of all there has to be Yitzchak the Gematria Pinchas Just do it. Don't sit there and have meetings and make all these calculations and say you're not ready and who am I to do this and I don't know enough. First of all, First of all, you have to go out in the world and you have to try to influence our brothers and sisters to keep tarimitzas. Even those who have not completed the necessary preparations, and this person has a deficit in the preparation area, in the in the learning. The rabbi says they're even missing knowledge in what they're trying to influence somebody else to do. They're not the world expert on tefillin, or mikveh, or Shabbos, or mezuzah, or anything else. Mikal nevertheless. What's demanded of each one of us is, do it. We should self-abnegate ourselves for another Jew. Just like we find with Pinchas, he had Messias nefesh to stave off the wrath of Hashem on Bnei Yisrael. And we see that when the Fidik Rebbe was dealing with other people, he mainly he underscored practical. Because the the deed is the main thing. And just like we find a that 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 that, we, that the paskim tell us, the hearer love the hearer That thinking about something is not like saying it. I'm sorry. The hearer love That thinking about something is not compared to saying it. For instance, Let's say a Yid read Kriyashma in his mind, in his thought process, and in his heart, and he did it with full intention. He has not fulfilled his obligation, and he has to go back, and he has to read Kriyashma and articulate it on the other hand if a and his heart was not uh, focused towards Hashem he didn't say it with Kavona he still completed his obligation so the Rebbe is bringing this <coughs> to underscore that by the Feet of the Rebbe was maisa, maisa, maisa. just get it done and especially the Rebbe says we're standing at the end of golos we're standing at the end of the era that is re- as that is referred to as the mashiach where we hear the footsteps and we have no time to wait until each person will complete the nishma aspect of the avodah will'll understand everything'll we'll be'll we'll be a scholar. Take because Mashiach is coming. Take up a right away. So we have to use out every moment to just do and to do with Mashiach's nefesh. The yeser al Kane and even more because we do this as a shliach of the in hadar. <clears throat> so, because we are a of the nasi hadar, so the nishma part <clears throat> we already have from the nasi. We have it in the bechina <clears throat> of Yosef. Just like we said, that I got it from you. And when you do what you have to do with another person, that the other person also gets the nishma part, because you have the nishma part from the mishalea. And this is alluded to in the fact that we said that Yitzchak is the Indian of four, Asher and four is not just four on its own. It's a sum total of everything that comes before it, including Gimel. And Gimel is the idea of Yosef, of the Nishma part. And through this type of Avaida, niska Lehisgalos, Pinchas, Hu Eliyahu, Mevasar will be Zeiche to the revelation of Pinchas. Pinchas is Eliyahu. Elyo is the one that is the harbinger of the gaula. Shagam Ava Sakshur B ininha and 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 pinchas is the Indian of Nisa nice, of doing. Returning the Heshul Babvasabbanim Valikbanam Alavaisam, returning the hearts of the fathers through the children, and the hearts of the children through the fathers. The gam gaula zu ha'ula ha and the ga'ula that we're waiting for, the fourth ga'lah Shayekas the Arba. It's connected to four, it's connected to the four um, that in the Torah we understand are connected to the Gula from its rayim. But we're taught, the Rabbeinu Bachaya teaches that it's the four Lashanis of Gula of the Asid Lavai, Dalit, Kayser, Shalprani, Asid, Lahash, Kayser, Umasailam, and the four cups of punishment that Hashem will give to drink to the other nations. And paralleling the four cups of punishment that Hashem will give the other nations to drink. Hashem will give us four cups of consolation and the should be the of mamash. Very, very speedily in our day, like today, mamash. Okay. That's the sicha for today, for today. Yodalit, Tamas. And, um, and although the Rebbe here is underscoring do it, but I think we could also take a lesson of uh, what he said earlier that by the Feet of Rebbe, it was Yosef, it was a combination of learning and doing. And this very much speaks to what we're doing here every week together. Thank you. When we learn, we, we know what to do and we know how to do and we know why and when and where. Because that's what feeds our, you know, we have to do whether we understand or we don't understand, but but feeding our, our mind and learning the Rebbe's Torah definitely makes it that our doing should be stronger and and better and more in line.